As usual, I'm Jake Glenn. He's Justin Gambrell, Michael Goose, Lindsay from the Plateau, ladies and gentlemen. We're back with the Gam Day podcast. We've got football, football, football. Gambrell, get us started. Excited to be back for another week. Um, <clears throat> no guests this week. Uh, we know that the people have been you know, exclusively missing our picks. I haven't heard enough things about how much they missed the picks last week. So a deluxe-sized edition of the Game Day podcast this week. Uh, going back to some old faithful segments that, that you've seen before uh, that will be here previously. Uh, and speaking of somebody who was not here last week that we missed dearly, Little Goose, Michael Lindsay. Glad to have you back. Glad that you survived the the massive tornado from last week. Yeah, I uh, just now got to crawl out of the tornado shelter at work. Um, truly, you know, traumatic experience watching the, the funnel cloud over the city of Crossville, but I'm out. You know, we're back at it. Football's in full swing. Got the Mighty Stone Panthers playing on the road this week. Um, busy week, you know, getting everything moved into the house. I've just – I've been all over the place. Well, we are going to, to get into our local storylines uh, real quick. Four, uh, four news stories going around uh, the sports world in our area this week. Uh, and let's get into the first one. The lane train rolls back into the station on Saturday to take on the Vols in lovely Neyland Stadium. Um, Ole Miss is, I think, last I saw a two-and-a-half-point favorite. We'll talk on that later. Um, thoughts, concerns, um, what do we think about this game on Saturday night? Start us off, Goose. First things first, um, the Game Day podcast, again, will have boots on the ground. Um, we have a spot in the press box that I will be manning the battle, the battle station for. I'm excited to be in there, even though I'll be in there not cheering and, you know, pretending like I'm working. Um, but I tell you, I'm ready for it. You know, Tennessee fans really hadn't had anything to be excited for in years. You know, that I didn't know if we'd see another sellout for another couple of years, you know. Um, and I think this is one because, you know, those announced attendance have been hovering in the mid-80s. I think this is one I think you'll legitimately get 100,000 people in the stadium again. Like, I, I am excited for it. Um, Ole Miss is a good team. Um, I think it's going to be a shootout and a half. Gambrell and Goose, just want you to know, the Game Day podcast secured the last three tickets today from the ticket office, ensuring that Neyland Stadium is indeed a sellout crowd. It's going to be wild. It's going to be nighttime. You know the Neyland faithful are going to be rowdy. I just hope the Vols don't have a letdown. Two SEC wins. Me and Gambrell were talking about it earlier tonight. Um, two way lesser opponents, but two SEC wins nonetheless. Uh, Kiffin returns to Neyland. Um, just hope it's not too big of a moment for the Vols. And I agree, Goose, it's going to be a shootout. I think when the when the numbers came out, the over-under was 89. I think it's came down a little bit. Um, but let's hope. I hope it's a shootout. Mm-hmm. I hope it's a shootout. Yeah, the big issue, I think, is, you know, trying not to have a letdown. Uh, you got some momentum started from how the season has begun. You're four and two at the moment. Um, obviously, you probably have not played an offense like Ole Misses yet. Um, got to imagine the defense is a little worse than what you've played so far, so that's good. 
the one thing I would worry about if I was a Tennessee fan was kind of the, you know, the third quarter the other day was brutal. It seemed like it just seemed like nothing was working. You can't have a quarter off against an offense like Ole Miss. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll I'll see. You, I will actually kind of give us a pass on that, and I'm not very concerned about it. I think it's one of the, you know, we don't have a lot of depth, and it's almost like I think we were just trying to get the game over with. And he, Hypel even gave a quote after the game talking about he got too conservative, he got right. too complacent. Mm-hmm. So it's like he immediately realized that he messed that up. You know what I mean? So I – yeah, well, and you notice when it got to, what, 38-20, we actually kicked our offense into gear again and scored another <clears throat> touchdown. So, right. I couldn't care less. I think they realized immediately they messed up, and, you know, I don't think you'll have that issue this week. Yeah, and I, I know that. that. I, know the, I know the Lane Kiffin is a factor for the fans, but, I mean, how old were these kids when Lane Kiffin? I mean, he's just old Mrs. football coach to them, so I don't know that that adds an extra – it adds an extra boost for the for the fans to be rowdy. But for the for the players, they they don't they don't care who old Mrs. Coach is. Chase, uh, um, number one, thank you for doing your part to make it a sellout. That's right. And number two, uh, what color are you wearing? Orange. We're orange all the okay. way. Okay. That's important. You can't show up in the wrong color for the checker. No. The checker game. I just hope. I'm hoping we 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 bring back third down for what just one time. Oh my god. I've seen some Twitter right, back yeah, and forth on we we need to get Copperhead Road going again. Yes. Do we know if Peyton Manning will be in attendance? I think he will. I think I oh. will. Oh, it's over. The kiss of death. Not Take good. Put the but, money dime on Ole Miss. Oh, um, I've already put um every single dime in my Barstool account is on a Ole Miss money line bet. So it is impossible for me to have a bad Saturday. I either witness the Vols win or my Barstool account goes to the moon. I like yeah, it. It's, it's about to be a tough four-game stretch for the Vols. They need they need two out of four victories. Let's say you got to get this first one. Or you, whoo, 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 you're in trouble. in trouble. All right, let's move on to our second topic. Uh, Kentucky travels to Georgia. This is the game day, game of the week. So my question to you guys is, we know Alabama is the best team. Well, was the best team in the SEC. Sorry about that. Georgia. Unranked Texas A&M. Georgia is currently the best team in the SEC. Who's the third best team in the SEC? The long pause tell you tells you what you need to know. I, th- I think it's I think it's Florida. One, two. It's it's got to be Florida, doesn't it? And they're like way down the list. Yeah, they're way down. I mean, I it's, it's a, have a little bit of Michael Leach. It's a free fall between two and three. Yeah, it's a it's a wide margin. Can't is there any conceivable way? That Kentucky wins this game Saturday? No chance. None. None. Tennessee insider Mark Clem said Kentucky's offense is weak. Kentucky wow. does nothing. Kentucky does nothing great. That's the thing. There's nothing they can fall back on. Their offense is good enough, I think, to squeak by against some of these bad teams. Their defense isn't stout, and they don't have great quarterback play. So, like, how – what about Kentucky says they're – it's not like they're going to go in there and score 80. You know, right. they're not walking in there with a good defense either. So, I, mm, there's no chance. No chance. I don't even think they're going to cover. I don't know if we're picking that game later, but. Uh, we will. 
I'm just saying. So we we think Florida number three at this point. Then maybe Kentucky four, maybe A and M four. It's not Missouri. It's not Vanderbilt. It's not Mississippi State. Not LSU. It might be Ole Miss. Could be. Could be the Kyle Kiffins. I don't know. A and M just beat Alabama, but I don't. I still don't think they're great. No, because a fluke. I think they could legitimately turn around and and lose like three in a row. Say lose this week. Just lose three in a row, and we'll pretend like this game never happened. Um, I think if I'm going to my head, I have to pick third best team in the SEC. I've, I've got to go Ole Miss, just because I'm not going to hold an Alabama killing them against them because they're going to kill everybody else except Texas A&M. Yeah, and the the Arkansas hot train slowed down significantly. That was a fun trip. I can't blame Pittman for going for the win at Ole Miss. No. No, you gotta you gotta go for it there because you just can't keep up scoring wise. Yeah, well, I I think the logic is like okay, if if both of y'all have been scoring at will, like don't even give them a chance to answer. You can just end it right here. Yes. So because I can't blame him one bit. I don't blame him at all. Like I wouldn't have a problem if we if we did that. Like if that happened Saturday and we lost like that, okay, I I wouldn't be I wouldn't be mad at Hypel for it. I'd be upset that we lost, but I wouldn't blame Hypel for it. I mean, he's going to lose some in the coming weeks, so we just need to get ready for that. I mean, he's not going. He's not going to win out. Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, third story of the week, uh, and this ties into a game that happened yesterday. We got the baseball playoffs in full swing. The Braves advance to move on uh, to the championship series to take on the winner of Dodgers Giants. Uh, on the other side, we got Red Sox Astros. Um, the two teams I was rooting against. So if, you know, if I'm rooting for somebody, just go ahead and pencil in uh, whoever they're playing like usual. Um, all right. So Atlanta, can they do this? No. <laughs> Boys, I've not, watched like- a, I've not watched a pitch since my St. Louis Cardinals got eliminated, so. I mean, much like you, Gambrel, the teams I root for do not make it far. So, this will probably be – I mean, it was catastrophic that down last year, was it not? I mean, we, we were live, live live on the podcast. So, I, I don't know enough to make a, a decision who – I think – I guess I would rather than play the Giants. Yeah. the Dodgers are pretty stacked. But, I mean, they, they'll win a few games. I hope they make it to the World Series. Yeah. For Riley, for Riley's sake. For oh, yeah. For his, mental, for his mental fortitude. Because Riley has so Sometimes much going against him right now. Well, he does. I'm he sorry, Riley. I'm sorry, Riley, but I love aggravating Braves fans. So, um, I don't want to see them have any success whatsoever. So, Dang. I want them to lose in heartbreak just so I can – just so the Cardinals fan here still has something to say. I would agree with that 100%. Jeez, people. I don't have a, I don't have a problem with the, the Braves team. Like, I have no problem with their players. I just like aggravating fans. I don't even hate their fans. I just like aggravating them. Oh, yeah. I would 100% agree with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, last local storyline of the week. Uh, the Titans get back in the winning column. Uh, Urban stinks. 
he's terrible. He's lost the team. He's challenging, making dumb challenges out there. Um, Titans get things going again. Derrick Henry looks like a monster. I hope they never have to pass in a game because God knows how that's going to look. Um, but they get the get the job done against the Jaguars. And when you look at this, like I was legitimately like, there's no way the Titans are good enough to win their division. And then you watch the rest of the division play, and it's like it, they don't even have to be good. They can like, just be mediocre and circus, run away with it. Circus music starts playing when those other teams hit the field. <laughs> I mean, the Colts looked like world beaters the other night and then decided to stop scoring and let the Ravens take over. The The Texans played their best game of the year and still lost to the Patriots. The Texans look like they belong in the XFL right now. Don't they have like a youth pastor as their coach? He's from Sparta. He is from Sparta. Interesting. Yeah, Maybe they. Uh, the yeah, we'll bring him on. He'll be the next guest. Um, but yeah, the Titans. It looks like they're kind of rounding into shape here, doing what they want to do, running the ball. But again, if they have to pass the ball, and spoiler alert, you're going to have to pass the ball Monday night. A prime time matchup with the Buffalo Bills. So, oh, you, you mean the team we beat 42 16 last time we saw them? That is correct. Yeah. Hey, don't, don't forget about where that. You, where you at on Tannehill? You in or out on Tannehill? I'm in on him. I won't blame him for receivers being hurt and having no line. That's the big issue for me is that line, and it well, is bad. How soon does the lawn get cut? Yeah, we got to get him out of here. I mean, it, it dropped off quick. It's all that busting with the boys. <laughs> but, yeah, it, it just it's amazing to see how much can change in one year because that line was always something they could lean on, and it is not anymore. And that's – I mean, it won't be an issue in the division, um, but later on it may come back to bottom. That makes Derrick Henry even more impressive. Oh, 100%. Um, you know, he's, he's single-handedly keeping this team afloat at this point. All right. A monster. Let's move into our second segment. This is Factor Fiction. God, I'm welcome gonna, back. Welcome back. It has been a while. I don't think I was ever, ever a part of Factor Fiction. Oh, it, can, welcome to the game, then. <laughs> welcome. I'm going to be reading... Three statements, D. For each one, you're going to tell me fact or fiction and why. So, would you like to start? Since you have never done this before, would you I'll like never, to never back away from a challenge? Would yes. you like to start with college football, baseball, or high school football? We ain't touched on the high schoolers yet. Let's go with them, number one. Okay, fact or fiction, and this is probably the one that uh, that's the the most random here. But fact or fiction, Thursday night high school football games are the worst. Fiction, because it gets a lot more attention on that one specific game, even if it's just social media attention. A lot of games get buried on Friday night. Thursday night game, it's it's got the podium to itself. Interesting. Chase, rebuttal. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with fact. Um, right now TV's kind of bad. There's stuff starting to come back on. 
Wednesday night shows are starting to come back on what Thursday night shows, unless you get the Thursday night game where and we've been in the situation before they throw a bone to somebody. Yeah. You know, the other night was a, the other night was a great game. I, it was, I don't know if it was Maryville Alcoa, but it was, it was down to the wire double overtime game. Um, and it had, it had me glued to the TV watching it, but you know, when you get, you know, and I'm not saying, I ain't going to call schools out, but you know, sometimes people know people and bones get thrown. It's not a good game. It's not like that all the time, but overall I'm good with Thursday games since I ain't got the NFL network and I can't see none of their garbage games on Thursdays. <laughs> Yahoo sports app. Okay. Okay. So here's why I would say it's fact um, because I'm a teacher and I have to go into work the next day. Mm. All right. That's my stance on it. Um, but it seems like you all are, are happy with the Thursday night games. Friday morning, I can sleep in as long as I want because Friday night I will be up until the sun rises on Saturday. Interesting. Interesting. Um, all right. Where do we want to go next? College football or baseball? Well, as Goose said, we've already touched on high schoolers. I don't know what that was about. So let's go to college football. College football. All right. Fact or fiction. The next month of football will define the Josh Heupel era. Fiction. Fiction. It's year one. You know, he had 30 – I mean, we're playing with house money in year one. I, even Jeremy Pruitt, none of them, do I hold year one against them. Um, we've kind of – so far we've exceeded the little, the few expectations for this point of the year, I think. Um, I don't think you can define the era – based on half of the first season. Chase? I agree with Goose again, because he's having some good points tonight. However, Josh Heupel can buy himself a lot of time and a lot of credibility um, if he does perform well, if he can beat Ole Miss, if he can beat uh, Kentucky, went out against Vanderbilt, South Alabama. What's that What's that run the count up to, Goose? Um, if he does all – if he – Based the rest of the teams, he should. We go. Let's see, because we're we've lost two, right? We're currently sitting at four and two. Four and two, so I got to lose to Bama three, Georgia four. You go eight and four. I mean, what are you looking at? A contract extension? (laughs) Uh, You don't do it in year one. No, but you're not going eight and four. But yeah, but seven and five. Lord, they'd roll out a red carpet for him everywhere he went. Well, see. That's kind of a – I wrote a column on this a couple of weeks ago. It's like, what is a successful year one? People think there's a there's a black and light, white line between success and failure. I, I think there's a huge gray area where it's like, okay, you did your job, you didn't exceed, but you also didn't fail. Like, to me, a 7-5 and five season, I'm not going to call that a failure because I don't know if we have the talent necessarily to go 7-5. Seven, seven and five. But, um, I, like, if we go 7-5, and five, I'm pleased with him, but I won't call it a success because – Seven and five seven is still five. seven and five. Like that's not successful. So um, he's a lot of gray area. Yeah, he's already successful in a sense that I think the players are more bought in, and it seems to be a more uh, welcoming atmosphere. And uh, well, everything I read is that there's more of a team sense to this. This season. one one thing I like about him, it's like it, it seems like he learns from himself. Like he learns from mistakes. He's not hard headed. Like like literally, what did we just go through with the quarterback situation under um, 
Pruitt. It's like he would not change. You know what I mean? And then now granted an injury had a hand in it, but Hooker goes in there. Hooker's the better quarterback and he changed from Milton because that was the that was the better quarterback. It's like he learned, okay, I was wrong at first. I admit my mistake. Here's the better quarterback. He admits right after the game, I already said that against South Carolina. He's like, I got too conservative too quick. He learned from it immediately. So I think he's not too prideful in himself to learn and and grow. That's one thing I like about him so far. And he seems to be in touch with these fans have been tortured and they're also the most loyal people on earth. So give them what they want, <laughs> you know. What says you, Gamer? Because we're gaining up on you. No, I don't. I don't think this will define him. I, I do think if he can pull off some wins here, it will definitely help. Um, if you could listen, I don't know that there's a chance, um, man. But Alabama, if they play like they did the other night, I'm just saying it's probably not happening. But at least here's what I. This is the biggest compliment I can pay Josh uh, Josh Apple this year. I don't want to claw my eyes out when I watch a Tennessee game. As a non-Tennessee fan, it's fun to watch their offense. That It's more exciting than anything they've done the past few years. Well, you know what's infuriating is, like, there's not, like, this huge amount of talent on that team, and they're still throwing the ball all over the place. Yes. It's like, look how easy it is when you scheme cor- correctly and properly. Yeah. You know, like you have to give Hopple credit. His screen, even before Hooker started connecting on some of those passes, his schemes were working. You notice we were missing wide open receivers. Yeah, it works. You know? Yeah. And so, like, if, if you want an exciting brand of football, then Josh Hopple is providing that to you if you're a UT fan. Win or lose, it's exciting every week. You're not sitting through a, a 21 to 7. Well, and I told, um, friend of the podcast buddy of mine Bradley Sparks I told him the other day Hopple's brand of football gives you a chance to get lucky in some of those games like you have a chance to throw up a bomb and maybe complete it maybe you know it's like you can't have a tip pass fall in your receiver's hand if you don't even throw it to begin with like what Pruitt did gave you no chance to get lucky but what Hopple does you can get lucky and win a game like that's (laughs) heck that's exciting to me you know like there's no game we can't go out there and just have no chance in yeah, you can score, yeah, and that's like, that's the biggest thing at this point. At least if we lose, it's because we made the other team beat us and we legitimately got shut down by the other team. Like, at least it seems like Hoppe will do whatever it takes to try to win the game, whereas as, as simple and basic as that sounds, like Pruitt didn't do that. Yeah, and you got to also wonder, like, heading into the second half of the season, do teams adjust to it? Because if they don't adjust to it, then I feel like, you're pretty much locked in on a high-powered offense year in, year out. Yeah, and the the first quarter success screams to me that Hypel is a master game planner. You because would definitely we're think picking so. teams apart in the first quarter. Yeah, if you can have, um, and this is like this in the NFL right now. If you have a high-powered offense and your defense just average, you're yeah. a really good team. Yep, and our defense is now. Grain of salt, they played some god-awful teams, but they have looked better than expected. Yeah, you can only play who you play, baby. You can only play who you play. Do your job. Write that down. All right. Last fact or fiction, we're going baseball here. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Fact or fiction, playoff baseball stinks. Wow. It stinks when the Cincinnati Reds aren't playing in it, you It bum. stinks in general. You stooge. 
True or false? Playoff baseball is the only baseball I can barely stand to watch. So I'll give you a true false. Goose? Take it like that. Playoff, okay. Playoff baseball is awesome. Like, these three and these five, seven-game series, they actually have meaning. Like, okay, a random June – 14th through 17th Cardinals Reds okay how much does it really mean the grand scheme of things but like these games now like sell out crowds you know if the place has crowd you know unlimited crowds like the crowds are sold out pretty much all the big stars aren't resting and hurt they're actually playing for real like I love like playoff baseball like even though the Cardinals aren't in it like when the World Series gets here I will watch every pitch of the World Series I've been kind of tuned out until the World Series because I'm mad about the Cardinals but um, yeah, I love watching the World Series. I, you know, you got to watch it every year. Well, if you're World an, Series, I guess if you're an World, American. The World Series is fine. My only complaint is you can't have these games going like five hours. We've mm-hmm. got to find some way to cut down on the time. Um, yeah. I mean, it's just, and I don't know how that how you fix it um, because they've tried, you know, keeping guys in the box. Um, I know they're, you know, the pitch uh, pitch clock thing is a thing. I know what the real way is. You can cut down the time, which they will never do, and that's advertisements. So, pitching no changes. There's got to be some way to make this move quicker. Hey, leave baseball alone. Print the t-shirts. Hmm. I just, I just, I don't know. And can that's we start some games? Can we start some games earlier? That'd be nice too. Exactly. We the do hockey not. Game didn't start till ten thirty the other night. Hockey. Speaking of another dying sport. That's true. Couldn't All right. You, I couldn't name a single hockey player right now. I think Sidney Crosby still. <laughs> I think Sidney Crosby is still hanging around somewhere. Yeah, he was out last night. The Penguins still managed to win by about seventeen goals. All right. Our next segment, a crowd favorite, something the people have loved. It's the return of Name That Law. Mm. New Keys. Is still not Nuke Richardson. It's not, neither, it's not Jansen Jackson. It's not Jim Bob Cooter. It's not Ramar Smith. It's not Juwan Smith. It's not any of the Smiths, not Trey Smith. Uh, it's not Kelly Harper. I mean, there are so many options it could be. Okay. Play it on us. So, seven rounds. You'll get a guess after each round. The win, I, I'll, I'll have to go back and look at the standings, but I think it's an overwhelming large lead for Goose at this point. Okay. The last round we had is when I got Josh Hopple. Yep. Before we actually got hyped. Now we're hyped. Yep. Yeah, now now we want it to be hyped. We we want to talk about him. All right. Your first hint. This player scored more than one thousand points in basketball and was a three time all metro conference selection in high school. Wayne Chisholm. Robert Hubbs the third. Okay, moving on. By the way, RIP. Major Wingate. Major Wingate. <laughs> Major Wingate. One of the first Thank basketball you. names I remember. R.I.P. Uh, not in that Bruce this Pearl is, era. This is not Major Wingate, by the way. Thank you, Major. Okay. Moving on to round two. 
this player's father was a Hall of Famer at North Carolina A&T. Oh, my God. I should know this. I, that rang I a bell. Who it is. Why am I blanking? Am I allowed to look these up on my phone? No. You, no. <laughs> That's why my hands I'm are up. I'm going to look up rosters. No. May not help you. May not be a current ball. Well, I know that, you scumbag. All right, need guesses. Start, Jarnell Stokes. Holy cow, that's a blast from the past. Oh, God, I got to remember this guy's name. James Daniel Third. No, is neither of those. Option number three. His favorite movie is He Got Game, and his favorite TV show is Martin. It's probably not Janice Grindstaff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can, can we cross that name off <laughs> yeah i think you're good oh i've got this guy on the tip of my tongue that's a lot i should but... know it with that north carolina a and t or whatever hint he's in the league right now you think so yes i know he is well Let's go with Tony Harris the third. Jordan McRae. Moving on. Number four. He has an undergraduate degree in public relations that he earned in December of 2020. Can I ask for help? Just on a name. You want to ask for help on a name? Are we okay with this, Goose? I'm going to ask Goose. All right, ask me. Who, uh, I think he played for the Magic for a little bit. From Tennessee? Yeah. Are you talking about Tobias Harris? Is it Tobias Harris? Is that your guess? That's my guess. Okay. Goose? My guess. Mm. And I'm so good at this. I'm so good news. Man, it's driving me nuts. No. Uh, Trey Golden. Moving on. He started his first game in 2019 against the JP team Prince. from Miami. JP Prince was before Miami. Started his first game in 2019 against a team from Miami. In college and the pros. I can't divulge that. Jeez. This might be my best work. Grant Williams. Would it be Mr. Joshua Richardson? Are those our guesses? Yep. Yeah. Moving on. Number six had over has over three thousand yards passing and two hundred completions in his college career. Where did this come from? <laughs> Jared Garantano. 
I'm so distraught right now. I've only been talking about basketball this whole time. Because again, Braille is not. I know. All right, then I have to do it. Ontario Smith. Wow. Moving on. <laughs> Last round. Previously played quarterback at another Power Five school. Mm. Killer Chris. I don't know, guys. Who's our quarterback we just got rid of if we put him on the bench? Joe Milton. Well, that's your, my guess, Joe Milton. Going Joe Milton and Goose is going Keller Christ. Yep. Yep. I'm sorry, guys. Nobody gets a point this week. Correct answer is Hendon Hooker. My God. Wow. <laughs> wow. Just right out there. <laughs> What is what? I feel like I should get a point for that. How are we guessing basketball? I was about to say, how did we get on the basketball? Because I started you off basketball. I, I said he had one thousand points. and was a three-time All-Metro Conference selection. You're nothing but a scumbag. And then we went from there. He did graduate from Virginia Tech in December 2020 with a degree in public relations. Started his first game in 2019 against the Miami Hurricanes. Um, just went over 3,000 yards passing career against Pitt. I cannot believe that. So, what a victory for me. And speaking of victories, Chase, there's no greater victory that you can achieve than by getting insurance from Shelter. Tell us a little bit about Shelter. Listen, Shelter Insurance is the go-to agency for all your insurance needs they've been in the roan county serving the surrounding counties for over 50 years they're located in the heart of rockwood above the sonic mark clem is the agent to go to give him a call 865-354-3504 life home auto renters he can take care of you he can save you money give him a call today 865-354-3504 mark clem Known volunteer. Thank you, Mark. <laughs> well, let's get back into the segment that people are dying to hear again. It's picks time, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Yes. Uh, we're going to start off with our high school segment uh, because it's a very short segment this week. Um, a lot of teams are off. In fact, on the schedule this week, I have seven games listed. Um, to mention Cumberland County is off, Clinton is off, Anderson County is off, and Coalfield is off. So a lot of teams sitting this week out. Let's start Thursday night uh, in a game that me and Chase got to hear about a lot earlier tonight. Uh, Oak Ridge travels to Carnes uh, for the rivalry Thursday game. Um, kid from Carnes, Deshaun Bishop, has a million yards rushing this year. Um Unfortunately, it's not resulted in a lot of wins for Carnes. Uh, give me Oak Ridge to get the victory at Carnes on Thursday night. Listen, I hope Oak Ridge gets smacked in the mouth. So I'm taking Carnes. What if I said Oak Ridge is an 11 and a half point favorite? I'm still taking the I Wildcats. Want... Yeah, Oak Ridge, yep. They own Solway. I heard they own land over there. That's what I've heard. Speaking of coaches that own, own land in East Tennessee, 
Well, interesting. Moving on. Um, all right, Gase, I'm going to let you uh, have the spotlight here. Uh, our one Cumberland County matchup this week, that is Stone Memorial at Macon County. Um, obviously, last week, the rivalry game to end all rivalry games, Stone and Cumberland County. Uh, Stone got a win, I believe. Um, hey, that was two weeks ago. Two weeks. Oh, my gosh. Two where, weeks ago. Where's the time gone? I missed last week. I didn't get to talk about it. Since then, Cumberland County bounced back nicely and beat Livingston 43 to 20 um, to get back on, you know, get back to 500 and Jetland. They're off this Friday. Stone Memorial, Macon County, that is the playoff implication game of all games in Region 4 4A. Um, Macon's actually a three and a half point favorite at home up there in Lafayette. Um, but Stone basically. They can borderline lock up that two seed by winning that game. Um, if I'm doing my math correctly, Cumberland County's still alive in the playoffs, and they need Stone to beat Macon to stay alive. So all of Crossville will be cheering for the Panthers Friday night. That's right, Stone all the way, baby. So what? So let's say that that Stone does beat Macon County. Does Cumberland County have to win that game week ten? Yeah. So the way I figured it up. The bunch of them are knotted up at like two and one. So if Stone wins that game and then CCHS beats Macon, then they're both two and three, but CCHS has the head to head and would get the tiebreaker for the four seed. Interesting. And there's no other scenario that CCHS can tie for fourth with anyone and not have and, and have the tiebreaker. They can only have the tiebreaker if they beat Macon and Stone does. Okay. So we got a lot of math and figuring. I'm channeling my inner Ed Greek to get these scenarios dialed in. Not a lot of we'll be talking about these scenarios when we get the region down here. There's there's not that many, but yeah. Well, just just know it is what week eight or nine. What week is it of the season? Uh, it is week eight. Eight. Well, Cumberland County is still alive in the playoffs in week eight, and that has not happened in a very long time. That's correct. And speaking of speaking of speaking of Ed Grief, Gambrell, why don't you go ahead and bring in our special guest for tonight? Uh, we do not have a special guest for tonight. <laughs> uh, all right, let's go ahead and get into one of the games that a lot of people will be talking about. Oliver Springs takes on Oakdale. Ooh, ooh, ooh. The mighty Oakdale Eagles, who I'm pretty sure we looked at the standings, are in second place Ka-ka! in the region. Um, so. I looked at the the projections earlier. Projections show Oliver Springs is a favorite in this game by a touchdown. By a touchdown. Um, What in the world? But give me the Oakdale Eagles to win this one, guys. There's a reason these computer metrics. You know, there's reason computers haven't taken over the world yet. They don't know everything. Obviously, the 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 metrics running the numbers to give us this Oakdale all spread. um, There there's a computer virus in that one. Because give me them Eagles outright. Yeah, I took I took OS on the TV tonight, but we know that was just a sham. Give me the Oakdale Eagles. There you go. Uh, next game, Midway versus Sunbright. We don't need to spend that much time talking about this one. I think Midway rolls. Shout out Coach O. They won't be struggling tonight. They have a 97% chance of winning and a 34.5-point spread. Has Midway has Midway lost since Coach O came on the show? Not that I know of. Mm. Have they lost since Ron Treadway got ejected? 
<laughs> against the hey, Delhi. St. Louis Cardinals. St. Louis Cardinals were five and zero this year when their manager got ejected. Interesting. Okay. Uh, next one: Greenback versus Harriman. Uh, Greenback was a favorite in the thing I saw. Um, so just, just I, a guess, right? Yeah, just a mild guess, as I was on the BBB show earlier. Uh, but give me Greenback in this one. Hey, we were in enemy. We were behind enemy lines tonight, weren't we, Gambro? That's correct. Greenback comes in about a about a thirteen and a half point road favorite over them Blue Devils. Hey, I'm going to go with Harriman. Greenback stinks. Yeah, they they're pretty rough. Um, let's see. We have uh, the lovely game that. Chase will be calling on Friday night. Uh, Signal Mountain takes on Kingston uh, in a game that will determine second place in that region. Um, We're I would, still alive for first. I would have to. Well, the, the winner will get a significant boost there to, to at least second. Um, but it, it's all lining up for that Week 10 game to be a, a big one. Um. Oh, it's going to be a big one. I'd have to imagine Kingston wins this one, so give me Signal Mountain and that's it. Just uh, figuring up some numbers in my head, not reading these off anywhere. Kingston, 13.5 point home favorite, about an 80% chance of winning about 28 to 14. 20% is going to win. 20% of the time it works every time. Guys, I'm hearing rumors that the mighty Stone Memorial Panthers will be coming off the plateau soon to play Kingston. Mm. Think, think I might be making my Roan County return for that. Oh, no. Let me loose. Gamber, I just got to know one thing. Was that an ice cold Bud Light? It was definitely a Diet Dr. Pepper. <laughs> I like the jackets in this one. I might have to take Coach Panky out to Chuck's Deli on Friday. For give him a good pep talk. Yeah, game. I'm yeah, sure. Get, get him fired up. Get him juiced up. Um, last cheeseburger. Last one of the week. By the way, extra game just to watch out for if you're a Rockwood fan. You need to keep tabs of the Oneida Monterey game. Uh, mm-hmm. You are rooting for Monterey on Friday I was, night. I was about to tell you, Monterey is a seven and a half point favorite on the road, over under of twenty nine and a half. Yeah, you need a Monterey win Friday night if you're a Rockwood Tigers fan, because uh, otherwise it gets very complicated. We're projecting a 14 to 6 score in that game. I think Monterey will score more than that. Um, but have, we yeah. talk, have we talked about our Rockwood Tigers yet? We have not. That's the last game of the week. Rockwood go, goes to Wartburg. Uh, I think some people are projecting a 42 to 14 or 42 to 7 victory. I think 42 42 12. 42 12. My bad. Missed, yeah. a, missed two extra points there. Spread on this one's 29 and a half for the road Rockwood Warriors right here, Rockwood Tigers. Um, 29 and a half, 98% chance of victory for John Webb squad. That's See, this, not enough this, points, Gambro. This Wartburg game is always weird, especially when we go up there. Um, but I do think that Rockwood takes care of, care of business. Had a week off last week to rest and recuperate, get back at it. Happy birthday, Brody Webb. 
Uh, celebrated at Top Golf this past Saturday. So, has Rockwood recovered from scoring 750 points in that game a couple weeks ago yet? Against Harriman? Yeah. Yeah, we uh, we figured some stuff out. So, we had her dialed in. Watch out, Wartburg. That is correct. Hey, shout, out, shout out to all the people in Morgan County, but it's going to be a beatdown. Yeah. Friday. Don't worry. Oakdale, Oakdale will handle the MoCo winning for us. That's what we do. Yeah, it's Cole, kinda, Coalfield off this week. Coalfield is off this week. Mm. So it's going to be up to Oakdale to carry the load. Fly, Eagles, fly, baby. So that will be a big one. That's All right, the, let's uh, right, go ahead. Let's uh, get into our college picks this week. The, the thing everybody's been waiting on. Uh, our loyal okay, listeners well. clamored for the picks. So. Uh, again, you, most of the time we're only going through SEC games for picks. Every once in a while we'll drop one in there. Um, but I realize that most of the people listening to this do not care about games like Navy Memphis. Why not? Tomorrow, tomorrow night. So um, let's go ahead and get into it. Let's go to Saturday. Uh, at noon, Auburn travels to Arkansas. Arkansas is a four-and-a-half point favorite. And the over-under is 54 here. And it depends – I mean, which quarterback are we playing for Auburn? Because Bo Nix did his usual, Thanks. looked like a superhero one week and then looked awful the next week. So, if you're going by the law of averages, Bo Nix will win this game for Auburn. Um, I just – I think Arkansas wins this one in covers. Yeah, I – uh Arkansas was just right on the cusp of victory against the Ole Miss. I mean, you're a two-point conversion away. So, um, I just – I like – I think Arkansas still got that momentum going to them. So, uh, give me them. Give me them outright. Clean, sweet, baby. Right also, also at noon, uh, Florida travels to LSU. Uh, Florida is an 11-and-a-half-point favorite. LSU, I mean – Ed Orgeron, Ed Orgeron's more worried about putting people in fishing holes than he is winning games at this point. Do you guys remember the good old days when the Florida LSU game was like the game? It was very exciting. Oh, yeah. Even last like, year with the, the shoe the, throw. The Swamp and Death Valley, it was just like it was guaranteed that was going to be the game of the year when those two played, and now it's just like it's it's like a clown show at LSU. And I hate it. I, I want LSU to be good. LSU being good is so good for the conference, but they're just they're they have fallen off the face of the earth. Is LSU even good enough to slip up and win this one? No. Do you believe Ed Orgeron is the coach at LSU after this year? Nope. I do not. I would agree. I don't know if he makes it to the end of the year. He's gonna have to put some wins together. Because they got blown out by Kentucky, didn't they? Yes. Is it going to be an analyst for Saban? Well, here's the next four games for Orgeron. Florida, Ole Miss, L, Alabama, L, Arkansas. LL. Yeah, I mean, you get blown out in all four of those and pack your bags, buddy. Yeah, it's, it's not I, been a good showing so far. Hey, can I just side, side derail us for a second? Yeah. Yes. There's a minute and a half left of this WNBA game, and they're doing the wave. I'm I out. like it. I'm out. Kill the wave. Back <laughs> to the broadcast. Another nooner. 
and a in a line that's that reeks of we don't believe what happened last week. Mm-hmm. Texas A&M travels to Missouri. A&M is a nine-point favorite at Missouri, a team that, for all intents and purposes, hasn't shown a pulse. Uh, last week, they beat up on North Texas. But A&M's a nine-point favorite over under a 59-and-a-half. I don't want to believe in Texas A&M, but I've seen Missouri, and it's not good. So Boys, give me A&M. Would it not be the funniest thing of all time if Missouri won that game? It would be very Texas A&M. So that's why I want to take Missouri to cover. It would be very Texas A&M for them to do that. Well, and I mean, think about it. The most exposure we had to Missouri was when they played the mighty Tennessee Vols. You can't hold that against them. I mean. That is true. Last week they were in a shootout with North Texas. So. Mean green. I don't like it, but give me A&M. Um, let's see. We can skip over Yale and UConn. But I see when you're saving for later. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I had a big moneymaker last week, UMass money line. Yeah, at this over point. UConn. Did you say I'm skipping over something? Mm-hmm. Nope. 330 matchup. Are you missing the number three team in the country? I don't know Favorite who you're talking by, about. Favorite if you're missing them, points. don't worry. If you miss them, I'll talk about them. At noon, at noon on ABC. <laughs> Cincinnati hosts Central Florida. Cincinnati is a 21-point favorite. That's too much. They are a surefire lock of the century. Let me tell you who's dangerous. UCF. I agree. They're dangerous as it gets. Plus 21. Imagine being a 21-point favorite and that scary UCF team coming to town. I agree. But a good thing the Cincinnati Bearcats have never let us down. They definitely did them last week. I pick them every week, and I make money on them every week. They beat the brakes off Temple last week. Poor My old God. Temple. We, damn real. we tried to tell you, bro. Wow. All right, 3.30, Kentucky at Georgia. Georgia's a 23-point favorite against the number 11 team in the country. Gosh, it was 14 points the other day. Um, and it is a 44-and-a-half over-under. So, this will be the Georgia-Arkansas game all over again. It'll be like 35 nothing Georgia. I could see that. Jeepers, the line has ran up. I swear it was like 14 the other day. Uh, God, that's a lot of points. But stay away from it. And let's go with slightly over. Georgia is just in another class of football right now. Yeah, they are very good right now. Uh, four o'clock. What a disaster. Vandy at South Carolina. South Carolina is an 18 point favorite. I mean, 50 and a half over under. I mean, I'm taking the under for sure. I'm taking South Carolina. I'm going to see if I can do an alternate spread and bump that up to about 25. It's, it's just. You know, if South Carolina would just run fake punts every play, they'd probably yeah. score a lot more. I know a team that didn't defend it. <laughs> Who could have seen it coming? Well, it's a good thing we'd already blown them out and it didn't matter. That is correct. Um, well, I've heard a fake punt when you're just getting destroyed. That's the thing. It didn't even get them back in the game. 
unfortunately nothing was at that point so you just gotta rally the troops at that point <laughs> seven o'clock bama at mississippi state I, you could make this line 40 and i'd take it alabama 17 point favorite at mississippi state they get everything right against the fraud mike leach oh and then they get to take a week off and play some poor team after that yeah i'm with you gambrell alabama's going to destroy them i would not want to be an alabama player this week would you say that line was 17 Hmm. Probably about 18 and a half by Saturday. Guys, Alabama hadn't lost to an unranked team since 2007. It's been a little while. This ain't the old Alabama teams. It is not. Mississippi State to cover. Interesting. Wow. This, this Alabama team is mentally weak. Wow. Interesting. I still think that with Mike Leach and his fraud coaching staff over there, that the pirate mm-hmm. will cover cover that booty. Uh, we got booty. Ole Miss, Tennessee, Ole Miss two and a half over under eighty two now, so it's gone down some. Um, any feelings that we haven't already expressed here? No, but I, I will let I'll you guys see my. I will let you guys see my my barstool bet. Let, let the audience hear it. Because I don't think we discussed it on air, did we? I don't see that game on the score app. Oh, Miss? Yeah, it's at 7 or 7.30. 7.30. 7.30. 6.30 for all our God's country listeners. Oh. Ole Miss money line. There it is. Dang, baby. I told you guys, it's the it's Mike, Michael Lindsay's Tennessee Vol fan insurance bet brought to you by Shelter Insurance. You bet money line other team, and you either win the game and you're happy, or you win money and you're happy. Exactly, folks. So Ole Miss, like if you're a Tennessee fan, I'm serious. Bet twenty bucks Ole Miss money line. I like it. And if, if Tennessee like wins, if Tennessee wins, you paid twenty bucks for Tennessee to win. If Tennessee loses, you made some money. It's a win-win. You can't lose. I'm telling you, I cannot lose Saturday. I cannot lose. Can't do it. Tennessee loses on a Hail Mary with no time left. Guess what? I won 20 bucks. Uh, Chase, you, oh. any of these interest you? Well, I like Ole Miss by about a touchdown. What about Liberty? Liberty, Louisiana, Monroe, 7 o'clock. That's Liberty a big spread, ain't it? Big spread. Oh, I have a lot. For sure. You're going to go to 8 o'clock. Okay. What? And you're going to go to Camp Randall, Wisconsin. Army takes on Wisconsin. That's a huge spread, ain't it? Well, Wisconsin's a 14-point favorite, but you're going to bet the under on Saturday night. The over-under is 39. And you are taking the under. I think that's a lock. Locking it. Lock. That just sounds like a terrible game. Good God, I can't imagine watching that game. Yeah, woohoo, 20 to 18. I won't be watching a single minute of it, but I am locking in 
Army Wisconsin under 39 as my lock of the week. Man, that's a bold lock. 39 <laughs> points. Good Lord. That's a bold move, Cotton. In the words of one Jake Witter, if the line looks too low, take the under. If it looks too high, take the over. <laughs> Boys, I'm not that even makes sense. Apologize for Lola the Poodle playing with a squeaky toy in the background here. No, I like it. If, if the audience can hear it, about to jump up and jump up and have to have to get her. What are our other locks here? Let's see. My lock's Georgia. Ooh. Georgia covering. The fans are I excited mean, about that. I mean, I like old misses. I think mean, it's pretty close to a lock as you can get. Well, I'm saying the lock is your happiness if you take that old miss money line. You're guaranteed to be happy if you take old miss money line this weekend. Guaranteed. And, and what if, I mean, even if you take the points and old miss kicks a field goal to win it. See, that's why I'm not dealing. Up. That's why I'm not dealing spreads. I just I want money line. Well, Syrac- Syracuse my uh, plus 13 and a half Friday night also very tasty because Clemson so, always goes there and lays an egg Clemson still exists you to think. is that what they want you to think Gambrell Clemson is a disaster Clemson's, what about Clemson's for- back what they about are Miami, back I mean North Carolina Miami, remember when, remember when disaster remember when North Carolina was a sneaky uh, playoff contender that died oh, no, quick bro. until week one. Now they're a seven-point favorite at home against Miami. Hey, does Texas come back and just blow out Oklahoma State? Texas is what dead. What a choke job. What a Texas choke job. Texas is dead. Oklahoma, I don't care what the number is, Oklahoma State covers. It was Texas minus five. Yep, Oklahoma State. That could be an outright. Texas is dead. That game killed them. Michigan State is the number ten team in the country. So I actually Everybody left to be aware. I actually left Neyland Stadium, not knowing Saturday. I left not knowing that Oklahoma had come back and like you know cell service with eighty thousand people. I couldn't get anything to load. I had no clue that Oklahoma won that game and covered, and I made money off of it. For it about was an, an hour. epic collapse, and Spencer Rattler will be entering the transfer portal soon. Yep, I wouldn't uh, have home on my team. I just didn't play without a quarterback. He'll be a, a Tennessee Vol next year. Take it back. What do you think about the final game of the night, Gambrell? 10-30, Hawaii versus Nevada minus 14. Hawaii is when you chase points at the end of the night trying to get a win. The Rainbow Warriors, baby. Uh, Boise Air Force under also tempting, but Boise with a big win last week. Here, I got something for y'all to see. It's Lizzo. Wow. Interesting. That's aggressive. <laughs> Some things you can't unsee. All right. Well, so our game day lock of the uh, locks of the week. I took Army Wisconsin under. Goose to Georgia. Georgia plus minus a million against yep, Kentucky. Don't even care what the number is. And Chase. Ole Miss minus two and a half. Ole Miss minus two and a half. So if you put those three in, go ahead and take the other side probably because 
you know we're on a cold streak right now <laughs> we had a week we went out six yeah epic throw the mods together real quick oh man all right just for, just in case the crowd wasn't listening out there um let, let's go through those again very slowly as my barstool app opens okay army wisconsin under okay it is still spinning for some reason <laughs> oh come on just when the crowd needs me bro you're on the plateau i got this 400 meg wi-fi i don't know what's going on Tell me how to get it has off to the be phone. the app has to be the app Tell her to get off get off the phone i need to use the internet golly i don't i don't know what's going on boys we're just spinning Unbelievable. there we go game on way longer than i should man man man, man. hey hey though in one wnba game we've got diana tarasi Brittany griner there's two reasons not to root for Phoenix. All right, what's the, what's the first game? Army, Wisconsin, under. Army, Wisconsin, under, and that's the first game I'll see on here? No, that's an 8 o'clock game. Okay, what's the first one I'll see on here? Uh, it will be your Georgia-Kentucky. Georgia-Kentucky, and that's Georgia to cover. 22 and a half on Barstool. No. I'm still taking them. Um, and then the next one you said was Ole Miss, Ole Miss. Moneyline or Ole Miss cover. Ole Miss, two. Ole yeah, Ole Miss, Miss cover. Plus. Okay, Ole Miss cover. And then the eight o'clock, which would be seven up here, would be the under thirty nine and a half. Yeah, Ooh, we get, I get the hook now. We get plus six hundred. There we go. Easy money, a dollar wins six. Let's go. Ten dollars gets you a total profit of sixty dollars and four cents. Love it. So a hundred dollars on six hundred dollars. Well, and let's go. If I hadn't put the entirety of my Barstool account on Old Miss to cover, I would put that bet in. <laughs> like my Barstool account literally is zero 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 right now. I like it <laughs> because I'm telling you, I took out a big insurance policy on the Vols this weekend. Hey, nothing wrong with that. Well, gentlemen, uh, if there's nothing else, uh, like you, please find us on iTunes, Spotify, uh, anywhere podcasts are found. Please follow us on Twitter at Gam Day Podcast. Uh, also on Facebook, um, follow Goose on uh, the Twitter to find out all of the wonderful things going up on the plateau. Check in on the zone. Uh, all kinds of great stuff he's doing up there. Uh, make sure and check out uh, Chase's Twitter. All kinds of stuff at Tweet Chase twenty five twenty five. That's right. And then I am on Twitter at Coach Gambrell. Uh, but give us a follow. Uh, mention us to people. Uh, anything to help continue growing this. We've had a really good month as far as downloads are concerned, uh, and that's all because of you all. Uh, next week, I will have news on a giveaway. Uh, yes. Uh-oh. Yeah, big time. Breaking news here on the podcast. There's not Swag. been, not even been heard by Chase or Goose. Swag. So we, we may potentially have a giveaway next week. Is it the um, t-shirts? We'll see. We'll have to see what happens. Um, but a potential giveaway next week. Uh, so make sure rate re- review and subscribe uh, itunes is basically the best place um, and make sure that you are getting these downloaded to you every thursday 
uh, on any of those, any lessons help, any uh, word of mouth, anything that you can do to help us. Uh, so if that's it from you all, and it is, that's it. Uh, that's it for us. We will talk to you again next week. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, see you next Thursday. Go Vols.